1991, Transformers comic book fans picked up issue 80, the last issue of the original Transformers comic book storyline. It's a comic book that was only supposed to have four issues originally, but due to its overwhelming popularity, it went on for seven years and 80 issues. Yoshi! Hey everyone, I'm Yoshi, and today we're going to talk about how after Transformers ended in 1991, Hasbro and Marvel tried to resurrect this beloved franchise as Transformers Generation 2. It all started in 1993 after the Transformers toy line had been brought back. Hasbro turned once again to Marvel Comics to develop a tie-in comic book series. Marvel decided they could build up interest for Transformers Generation 2 by introducing them over the course of five issues of their ongoing G.I. Joe comic book. A 49-year-old unidentified man went berserk last night, opening fire with a 12-gauge shotgun in a crowded downtown restaurant. Today I want to do a little review of those five G.I. Joe comic books that reintroduced Transformers Generation 2, starting with G.I. Joe, issue 138. The cover for issue 138 is beautifully rendered by artist Andrew Wildman. Actually, the whole issue is drawn by Wildman, who used to work on the original Transformers comic book run. So, if you were a Transformers fan in the early 90s reading G.I. Joe issue 138, you had two nice nods for you. One being the reintroduction of Transformers, and two being a Transformers artist working on the issue. So in G.I. Joe issue 138, we're jumping right into the middle of an ongoing storyline. Scarlet, a G.I. Joe good guy, is a spy within Cobra Command chasing after Destro and the Baroness, who have retreated into the center of Destro's castle fortress. To distract Cobra, so that G.I. Joe can extract both Destro and the Baroness, the two put the castle in a state of constant shifting between two forms. This distraction works for the most part. As Destro and the Baroness are outside escaping, Scarlet tries to stop them, but is near fatally stabbed by Snake Eyes. Even after being stabbed, members of Cobra Command still don't think they can trust Scarlet and play with the idea of just letting her bleed out. The issue ends with Megatron descending upon Destro's castle and being none too happy to find out the castle is not sentient. Cobra Commander wants to make a deal with Megatron. I honestly like this issue a lot. It's an issue you can just pick up and read and not feel like you have to go back and read any previous issues of G.I. Joe to understand what's going on. However, I personally enjoyed reading this issue so much, I can't help but think that it would be fun to start at the beginning with issue number one and read G.I. Joe all the way on through. Now, on to G.I. Joe... Issue 139. Guys, this is a beautifully rendered cover by Chris Batista. It's the first mention of Transformers on the cover, telling you that Transformers Generation 2 is coming. This cover sticks out so well in my memory. The first time I ever saw it was after the Transformers G2 run had ended. Even with Megatron's new body and face here, you know it's Megatron, and that's because artist Batista really captured Megatron's essence. Then you have Megatron holding up Cobra Commander. This cover really gives you a sense that we're about to witness one of the greatest evil team-ups in comic book history. I absolutely love it. With issue 139, Scarlet is recovering nicely, which leads many members of Cobra thinking that Snake Eyes never tried to harm her in the first place. Megatron and Cobra Commander strike up a deal. Megatron will have a full-body upgrade by Cobra's chief scientist, Dr. Biggles Jones, in exchange for a lot of Cybertronian technology. By the end of the issue, Megatron gets his upgrade and is very pleased with the results. He also informs Cobra Commander that an electrolyte-rich protein bath holding inert organic tissue has just started breathing. We, the reader, are led to believe that this is the return of Dr. Mindbender. This was a beautifully rendered issue. 
artist Chris Batista really rocked the art here. I simply can't say enough good things about it. I really hope I get the opportunity to shake his hand one day. This book is simply beautiful. G.I. Joe writer Larry Hama captured Megatron's personality perfectly in this issue. This whole comic was just so well written, I can't recommend it enough. It's a really good issue. And now, on to G.I. Joe issue 140. Like the last issue, artist Chris Batista beautifully rendered out Megatron and Cobra Commander on the cover here. So in issue 140, Megatron guides Cobra to the Ark's location. G.I. Joe plans to stop whatever Cobra Commander is up to, but once they spot that Cobra and Megatron are seemingly working together, the Joes send a message to Cybertron for help, and Bumblebee answers. Also, in a well-executed sequence, Destro, Zartan, and the Baroness regain control of Destro's castle. This was actually my favorite part of the book. I can't fault writer Larry Hama for that. It is a G.I. Joe book, after all. So yeah, this issue actually took a turn for the worst. Penciler Frank Springer did all the interior art, and it falls short of the high bar the first two issues set for me. The story also didn't do much to save the book for me. There were one or two small high points in this issue, uh, particularly the scenes where Destro, Zartan, and the Baroness took back their castle. But honestly, this issue just fell well below the mark for me, unfortunately. Okay guys, let's go on to G.I. Joe issue 141. The cover for this guy was done by Steven Lieber and William Rosando. Apologies if I've mispronounced the names. From what I can tell, the two shared art duties on this book, and this cover is ugly. It's a giant mess of what the hell is going on. Honestly, the best part of this cover are the buildings in the background. They're actually rendered pretty nicely, but for the rest of it, it's just a giant mess. So what happens in this issue? Scarlet is still not trusted and gets called out on being a double agent. Something she continues to deny. Snake Eyes is observing the interaction from outside her window until Cobra Night Creepers arrive and attack. A rooftop battle ensues between Snake Eyes and the Night Creeper leader. Snake Eyes wins in somewhat of a karate kid moment. Meanwhile, Scarlet has left her room and finds Megatron outside with a key Cobra scientist, Dr. Biggles Jones. He plans to kidnap her, but Scarlet demands her release. So yeah, there's a whole lot going on with this issue, especially the rooftop Snake Eyes Ninja fight. It's actually pretty epic and the highlight of the issue for me. And the cover makes a whole lot more sense after reading this issue. Like the cover, the inside art of this issue is crap. I don't know what the hell is going on and why they switched up artists like they have on this run, but it really hurts the issue. The story overall was okay. It was better than the last issue. And at last, we arrive at G.I. Joe issue 142. It's the last issue before Transformers get spun off to their own book. I remember when I was a kid and just loving this cover. The passage of time has done it no favors, though. Jesse Orzorko and William Rosando. Again, guys, I apologize for butchering names here. But their art falls well short of the bar set by the first two issues. Look, guys. I really hate being negative towards people who have more artistic talent in their pinky finger than I do in my entire body. But at the end of the day, this cover isn't good, and I really want it to be. So what happens in issue 142? Well, the Autobots finally arrive and converge on Megatron, who has absolutely no trouble keeping them at bay. In fact, he dispatches several of them. While Megatron is occupied, the Joes help sneak Skydrive and Spike onto the Ark. Megatron, now done fighting, turns to leave. Cobra Commander furiously yells at him that he is still owed Cybertronian technology. Megatron simply ignores him 
and enters the Ark with an imprisoned Dr. Biggles Jones as he prepares to leave. And that is the whole of the G.I. Joe Transformers crossover slash Transformers Generation 2 relaunch. This is by far the weakest book of the bunch. I hate to say it, but look, I'm a huge Transformers fan. I, I love these books. I can turn my brain off and read them and enjoy the story and the ride I'm taking on. They're great that way. It's when I turn my brain on and look at them with a critical eye that all the faults start screaming at me from the page. So guys, with all that said, let me quickly give you my Cliff's Notes recap of these five G.I. Joe books that rebooted Transformers in the early 90s as a Transformers Generation 2 comic book. Megatron is attracted to Destro's shape-shifting fortress thinking that it's some other Cybertronian. He's pissed and about to take the full force of his rage out on all of Cobra Command when he and Cobra Commander strike up a deal. Megatron gets a full-body upgrade in exchange for handing over Cybertronian technology. Scarlet, a G.I. Joe undercover operative, is working within Cobra Command. To help prove her allegiance to Cobra, she takes a near-fatal stabbing from Snake Eyes. Eventually, Megatron is completely upgraded and now transforms into a tank rather than a Walter P-38 hand pistol. He also shows off just how powerful he is to Cobra Commander by letting him know that the mineral bath to bring back Dr. Mindbender from the dead has worked. Megatron and Cobra travel to the Ark's location to complete their agreement by having Megatron hand over some sweet Cybertronian technology. This plan is somewhat hindered by the Joes who slow them up. They also contact Cybertron and request help from the Autobots. The Autobots arrive and Megatron has decided that it is not worth his time anymore. So he reneges on his agreement with Cobra Commander, kidnaps Dr. Biggles Jones, and takes off after pretty much annihilating most of the Autobots that came to the aid of the Joes. And that's it. That's the five issues of G.I. Joe that lead up to Transformers Generation 2. Thank you guys so much for joining me. I really hope you like this review. If you want to let me know what you thought about these comics or G.I. Joe or Transformers in general, just leave me a comment down below. If you'd like to know when I post my next video, hit that subscribe button and I'll catch you guys in the next one.